keep your head down and do the work. I repeat, keep your head down and do the work. Those words have been playing in my head over and over and over again these past couple of days. When I go on Facebook, I just happen to see a quote that speaks to the same message or I'd go on Instagram and something someone would have shared reminds me of those words. And recently I was having a conversation with someone and the words came up again. They were phrased differently, but the message was the same. And then I went to church and the same message, different words came up yet again. At one point I had to stop and say, is God trying to get my attention? Is there something that he wants me to really zoom in on? Because for the love of me, I just can't get the words. Keep your head down and do the work out of my head. One of the things that I was told growing up or one of the things I've learned growing up is whenever God repeats something in the Bible, for example, it's for emphasis. He wants us to stop and pay attention to what is being said, especially if it resonates with us. And so the fact that out of nowhere, these words keep coming up in my mind over and over and over again. I honestly believe God wants me to pay attention to them. And I can tell you why. These last couple of weeks, I've challenged myself to develop some new habits and it hasn't been easy. It's literally been a tug of war in my mind. And then I finally came to the point and said to myself, you know, you're going to have to mind your business. Stop looking at other people. Stop trying to figure out what other people are doing and how they're doing it and focus on you and just get the work done. There comes a point when you have to stop making excuses and do the work. And that is what I want us to dive into today. So my topic today, as you would have guessed, is keep your head down and do the work. I'm your host, Alicia Ward, and this is episode 20 of Note to Self Diaries. As much as I wish there was, we have to accept the fact that there is no magic formula that will get us the results we're looking for. The short of the long is there's no shortcut. If we want to see results, if we want to get out of the job that we hate, if we want to get out of paying rent, if we want to live our best lives, we have to do the work. We have to do the necessary work. As I mentioned earlier, I've been struggling for weeks. You hear me? Weeks with some of the new habits I'm trying to develop. One you've heard me talk about before and that's waking up early in the mornings. Yes, I still struggle with that. And the other is developing and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Hmm. This means exercising when I'm supposed to exercise, choosing to eat the right foods and not fries and pizza all the time and not stuffing my face after 10 o'clock at night. Can I tell you, it has been some of the most difficult weeks. And the thing is, I started out good, you know, then out of nowhere, it's like I just don't have the motivation to do anything. I'd find all kinds of excuses. I tell myself, you know what, I'll start fresh tomorrow. Today was an off day, I'll start again tomorrow. Or I'd eat something bad and then I'd say something like, you know what, I'll work it off tomorrow. I'm going to go exercise. 
And then if I refuse to do something productive and I opt to watch Netflix instead, I tell myself, I can do it tomorrow. Only for tomorrow to reach and other things are now added to my to-do list, which makes it even more difficult to do what I should have done yesterday. Okay, I've prayed to God and asked him for certain things and the instructions came, the wisdom came, the advice came and yet nothing. I have done absolutely nothing. I've been really good though at making excuses. And what's even more interesting is the fact that one of the instructions that came back to me recently was one that God gave me years ago when I first made a particular request. So clearly, I don't have that thing yet because I'm yet to consistently do what God has been telling me to do. You know, the other day I was in the shower, right? And out of nowhere, I heard, God won't give you more instructions until you follow the first thing he told you to do. God won't enable your mediocrity. I was like, excuse me? And then I heard it again, this time with some elaboration, which was, God is not going to come down and meet you where you are. He will challenge you. He will provoke you to get to where you need to be. In other words, we're going to have to work for the things that we've been asking God for. God is saying, what you want is up here. I'm not going to spoil you and just hand it over to you. You're going to have to swallow the fact that anything good requires you to work for it. And that is where I've been having the challenge. That is what has been beating me up. <clears throat> I have not been putting in the work, nor have I been acceptive. Is that a word? <laughs> nor have I accepted the fact that what I want requires work and sacrifice like going to bed early so i can wake up early or choosing not to watch another episode of suits until my episode outline is done i had this kind of bratty mentality and this is me being honest here that if i pray for it and if i think positive towards it it's supposed to just come this black girl right here legit thought that all i had to do was trust god and then boom everything i wanted would suddenly appear in front of me God is like, no, boo-boo, it don't work like that. You're going to have to do some work. God himself had to put me in check the other day when my mentor tried to offer advice and guidance as to how I can accomplish certain goals. And I put up a resistance because it wasn't, it didn't come across how I wanted to come across. She didn't say things that made me feel good and it wasn't easy. She wasn't giving me the easy way out. Can you imagine having someone in your corner, having someone who, you know, wants you to accomplish your goal, someone who tells you, go after those big dreams that you have. They come to you with wisdom. They come to you with advice and you're telling them, maybe not outwardly, but in your heart, you're saying, that's too hard. I'm not going to listen to that. I, I, had to, I had to tell God, I'm sorry. And I had to tell my mentor, I'm sorry for my attitude because it was so wrong. That was so arrogant of me. If it was a sort of relationship where it's like paid coaching, I'm sure the coach would have said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. You can't hire me to help you and you're giving me this sort of feedback. It can't work like that. But thinking about the sacrifice that is required for me to get to where I want to be, thinking about the things I'd have to give up, the things I'd have to not adopt into my lifestyle, honestly speaking, 
it really got to me mentally i don't know if you can relate to wanting to do something wanting to have something accomplish something acquire something and getting all excited about it but then when you think about the amount of work that it's gonna take it it scare it scares you it intimidates you and you feel like you can't do it that is how i felt but that sort of attitude that sort of mindset is not going to get me it's not going to get you to where you need to be so we have to do better we have to call ourselves out on our own foolishness and get it together I'm going to call a spade a spade and I'm going to call myself out again in saying that we as Christians, sometimes we have an entitlement mentality. We think that because we love God, hallelujah, because we tithe and because we go to church on Sundays, that God is just supposed to hand everything that we want over to us without us having to break a sweat, without us having to work for it. Mm -mm, It does not work like that. As a matter of fact, 2 Thessalonians 3.10 gives it to us straight. It says, if you don't work, you don't eat. When I looked up um, the Hebrew meaning of the word eat, it actually means to enjoy. So I then thought, if the Bible says, if I don't work, I don't eat, and in Hebrew, one of the meanings of the word eat is to enjoy, then That is telling me if I don't work, I won't have any sense of enjoyment. I won't get to have a sense of satisfaction from what I'm doing. And that all depends on what enjoyment is for you. So for example, if you enjoy going to the spa every month, if you don't work, how are you going to be able to afford that? If you enjoy traveling, if you don't work, how are you going to be able to buy yourself a plane ticket and i'm not talking about going to mommy and daddy or going to boyfriend girlfriend whomever and ask them to buy you those things i'm talking about you taking care of you and doing the things that you want to do on your own time if we don't work we're not going to enjoy the things that we so desire enjoyment isn't going to show up at our doorstep if we want to enjoy certain things it's going to require our participation for example If we want to enjoy a movie, what do we do? We get up, we go to the movies, we buy our ticket, and we go sit down and watch the movie. Right? If we want to enjoy a massage, we first have to make the appointment at the spa, and then we have to get up, go to the spa on the appointed day at the appointed time. If we want to enjoy the things that money can get us, we're going to have to either get a job or start a business so that we can earn the money to afford the nice things isn't that so the same simple principle applies to every other area of our lives if we want this we're going to have to do this whatever results we're looking for whatever we're desirous of achieving being doing or having we're going to have to do what is required to achieve be do and have we're going to have to again keep our heads down and do the work in other words we're going to have to stop complaining and I'm talking to myself here and focus that's it we have to focus not on what other people are doing or on the shortcuts that they seem to be getting through with 
not on the excuses we keep cooking up and feeding ourselves, and not on how challenging the task is, but what we have to focus on are the results that we're looking for. The feeling of accomplishment that we will get when we attain that goal, that feeling of satisfaction when we finally have that thing we've been wanting for so long. That is what we need to focus on. And when we focus on that, that is going to fuel us and drive us to do what we know we should be doing to get to that point. Something my mentor taught me a while back that has stuck with me to this day, and I'm basically going to paraphrase here, is when we get in motion, God joins us. Remember what I said earlier, God is not going to enable our mediocrity. He's not going to enable our laziness. Yeah, we should pray and believe him and believe his word, but if there's something for us to do, we have to do it. God is not going to place everything we want in our laps. What's the point of praying and asking God for something if we're not willing to give up certain things in order to get it? What's the point in praying and asking God to help me wake up early in the mornings if I don't want to give up staying up late at night, being idle? What's the point in praying and asking God to help us save X amount of money if we keep spending at every sale, if we keep going out with our friends every single weekend knowing that there's a financial goal that we're working towards what is the point if you really think about it why ask for help if you're not going to do your part that's that's kind of insulting to the other person that's that is agreeing to help you don't you think remember we are partners with god we do our part he do his part and the thing is, he's already done his part. So the answer to our prayers and the keys to the doors that we've been banging on day in and day out, we already have them. The answer to our prayers, the key to the doors, they're hidden in the work that we're avoiding. And that is something we're going to have to face and make a decision on what it is that we're going to do, what our next step will be. Are we going to continue praying, hoping that God will let the car drop out the sky, let the house drop out the sky, let the dream job drop out the sky, or are we going to pray and work? Prayer and work, getting in motion, that's when God is going to be like, okay, you're serious, serious. Okay, cool. Let me do my thing. He's not going to continue to encourage us to be these entitled children of his who just expect to ask for anything and then with a snap of a finger it happens we're gonna have to do our part we're gonna have to put in the work if you want a certain effect you have to do something even though we pray we also have to position ourselves how do we position ourselves we do that by doing what god tells us to do without complaining without murmuring and without hesitation if you ask God for a job and he tells you apply to this place, follow that instruction. If you tell God you want to save $20,000 in six months and he tells you, okay, cut off this subscription for the time being, cut back on spending on this, cut back on spending on that, do that. It all comes back to one simple question. How bad do we want what we say we want?
Another thing I've come to understand from the words, keep your head down and do the work, is we don't have to announce what we're doing or what we're working towards. Sometimes it is best for us to stay low key, do the work, and then when we're done, when we would have accomplished, when we would have acquired, when we would have succeeded, that's when we surface with the results. People see what they want. We can't stop people from looking. We can't stop people from being nosy. We can't stop any of that. We can't stop people from making speculations. But when it comes to going after certain goals, we don't have to jump on a soapbox and announce it to the world. When we announce things prematurely, and you've heard me say this before, without it fully developing and coming into fruition, what we're actually doing is we're opening up our goals and our dreams to attack from people who don't want us to be successful, from people who don't want us to have certain things, people who don't think that we're worthy enough to live a certain lifestyle. Am I saying that you should keep everything from everyone? No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is we have to be very, very, very careful with what we tell people, who we tell and how much of our details that we share with them. You'd be surprised. Sometimes it's the closest people to us. And you've heard this time and time again. You've seen examples of it. Maybe you've even experienced it yourself. It's the people closest to us sometimes that don't want us to move forward. So if you have this grand vision for your life, my suggestion, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life, but my suggestion would be to just keep it to yourself unless you have a mentor or someone that you really, really, really trust that you know is going to hold you accountable to accomplishing that goal. Just keep it to yourself, work towards it. And then when you would have accomplished it, if you choose to talk about it, then by all means do so. But we have to protect our goals. We have to protect our dreams. There are some people from the moment you tell them that you want to do X, they're going to smile with you and they're going to say, that's great. I think you should go after that. I can see you having that. I can see you doing that. And then the very next day, without you even realizing it, you no longer have any enthusiasm to do what you say you wanted to do. You have no interest in doing it. Is that a coincidence? Maybe. But if you notice, from the moment you shared that goal, that dream with a specific person or with a group of people, without you even noticing, jealousy latched on, envy latched on, their fears and their doubts latched on. So what happened is that your goal, your dream, it died a premature death. You weren't studying what was happening at the time. You just chalk it up to, you know what, I just lost interest. And you could be right. You could have very well lost interest in that goal and decided to pursue something else. Or it could be that you told the wrong person. You told the wrong people. And because they don't see you as worthy, because they don't see you as deserving, because they themselves would not have think to dream that big, they themselves don't see themselves accomplishing anything of that magnitude, they send out a ton of negative vibes that just crushed your goal. That is why we have to protect it. We have to keep our mouths shut and just do the work. Keep our heads down, focus on what we need to focus on and do the work. We don't have to tell everybody what it is we're up to. We're living in an era where 
everything is posted on social media everything and depending on who we follow and depending on what's going on in that person's life we we sometimes feel like we need to share too we sometimes feel like we need to let our followers know hey this is what's going on in my life we want to keep up with everyone else we want to stay relevant and that's fine and we do this under the guise of being transparent but let me tell you there are some things that should remain on the wraps until it's acquired some things you should just Keep on the low until you've accomplished it or achieved it. Like I've said in a previous episode, we have to incubate. We have to protect our goal. We have to protect our dreams. We have to protect our desires until it manifests so that it doesn't die a premature death because someone else is envious or jealous or just bad-minded towards us. It's a hard pill to swallow, trust me, I know, but a lot of people, again, they cheer us on, but they're secretly hoping that we fail. They're clapping, and we see them clapping thinking that it's support, but they're also speaking death over our dreams when we can't see them. When they go back home, they're thinking, who is she to want to have that? Who is he to want to accomplish this? And they send out a ton of negativity towards us, which again leads to us not even wanting to pursue the thing again. So while we're busy focusing on them clapping, which appears to be support, they're spewing poison from their lips, from their hearts. Our followers on on Twitter and on Instagram and our friends on Facebook don't have to be privy to every move that we're planning to make. For our own protection, sometimes we have to just, again, work quietly and let our success, our accomplishments, our victories speak for us. People won't know what to attack if we don't tell them. When people see, they see. When they know, they know. On that last point, after you would have accomplished your goal or acquire what you've worked so hard for, take the time to enjoy it. Take the time to soak it let the rewards for your labor sink in a little bit before you go and tell Tom, Dick and Harry, hey, look what I did. Sometimes before we give ourselves a chance to enjoy the fruits of our labor, we go and we tell this body and that body. And because we didn't tell them what we were up to from the beginning or because they don't think we deserve it, they find a way to ruin our feeling of accomplishment. Ask me how I know. <laughs> I remember when I got my car first, I didn't tell anybody I was getting it but my mentor. And when I finally got it, I offered a family member a ride. And this is someone that I'm accustomed to talking to on a regular basis. You know, we'd have pretty good conversations from time to time. Me and this family member were cool. And from the time they got in my car, they were stiff they were silent they didn't even say congrats happy for you no kind of kind words were exchanged and i found that extremely surprising because as i said this is someone that i talk to on a regular basis this is someone me and them cool you know i i wasn't expecting that response at all and that taught me something even family would have a problem with you leveling up in life even if your definition of a level up isn't grand, you know, maybe you just got a new job that pays a bit more than your last, whatever the case is. There are some people that they just don't want to see you progress in life. If they're not progressing, you shouldn't progress either. It hurt knowing that this is a family member that I'm close to just could not be happy for me when I got my car. 
And I was like, okay, I'll take note of that. I know what's funny. Fast forward a couple months later or maybe a year or so later, the person has no problem asking for a ride. The person has no problem asking if I could pick up this and whatever the case is. And I, I share that story to say that sometimes family would not want to see you progress. Sometimes you're going to have to keep certain goals, certain plans from your family members because you just don't know who is the bad-minded one? You don't know who is the one that is 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 praying against you having this thing or praying against you acquiring this thing. It's not easy to accept because we think that of all people, family should have our, have our backs, but that is not always the case. So circling back to my point, when you would have accomplished that goal, when you would have acquired that thing that you've worked so hard for, Take a moment to soak it in. Take a moment to, to pat yourself on the back. Clap for yourself. Tell yourself that you're proud of you for doing what you said that you were going to do and achieving what you said you were going to achieve. That way, when people find out or if you choose to tell someone, if it is that they have something negative to say or if it is that their response is less than congratulatory, it won't bother you because you would have already given yourself time to just soak in all the goodness. This episode is more of a pep talk to you and for myself as well because I wanted to remind us to just do the work. Do the work that is required for us to live the lives that, we've, that we keep dreaming of, that we keep fantasizing about. Whatever revelation you get when you think about the words, keep your head down and do the work, take note of them. If it's something that will get you closer to accomplishing your goal or making your dreams a reality, purpose in your heart to follow the instructions when they come. When God says to do something, do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Note to Self Diaries. For more daily inspiration and encouragement, be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Note to Self Diaries. And be sure to join me again next week for another great episode. Until then, take care.